Hello, everyone. Welcome to Developing Palettes. I'm Aaron Lewis coming to you from the Drew Estate Studio. With me today is June Liu from the Box Press Studio, Seth Geis, and from the Pastani Studio, John McTavish. How you guys doing? Doing better than June's 49ers. Dude. <laughs> Dude. What happened? I don't know, man. Like, you know do they happened? have a hangover? Seriously, like, what, what is going yeah, on? Like... They know did did someone did anyone mention them they're playing the Vikings? Like, like, did, like do they think they're playing the Eagles? Like, what's going on? Do the Eagles play the Jets? <laughs> you know? I think they, they, I think too, they got so. a real high off of beating Dallas so bad, and they're like, oh, no, we're the we're the shit. We don't yeah. need a trouty war. Who knows? It's Iowa State Brock Purdy, man. It's just <laughs> terrible. Terrible. Ah, that's all right. right. So today, we are talking about the Crux Epicure Habano Robusto. That's really spot. pretty. That's a good picture too, that's man. Good. Yeah, it's a good-looking rapper, man. You know what? It's just a bummer that the the cutting process of the bands just was a little yeah. bit off here. Um, oh man, I noticed that too. Usually they're really, usually they're they're really precise with all the packaging stuff. It's just a bit of a bummer mm-hmm. there. Um, all right, five by fifty comes out of the Placencia factory in Nicaragua. Uh, rapper is Nicaraguan Abano Seco, biounderfiller both from Nicaragua. Uh, blended by Jeff Hogan. Uh, price point is eleven dollars and ninety nine cents, and the cigar was released in June of two thousand and twenty three. So, with all that out of the way, June, what was your overall experience like with this cigar? Um, I thought it had a to be nice. Let's say it has a rustic flavor profile. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be more detailed, um, it was it was a uh, it was it was harsh. It was it was kind of. Uh, rough around the edges um i got like a consistent amount of like uh like charred and like scorch kind of like a cedar mineral kind of a combination going on um and that whenever i get that kind of a, a profile with those flavors like it's really hard to uh, have anything to like tone that down when i mainly taste that right so um it's just not and it was pretty strong like medium full strength um so kind of that that charry unrefined kind of uh, earthiness uh with higher strength levels just that was just a bad combination all right seth what about you man kirk cousins just did a good job i don't care what people say i'm gonna defend kirk cousins on that one (laughs) listen this um epicure habano man you could I'm just saying from the get-go, you look at this thing, you look at that wrapper, you're like, man, this is definitely a Placencia wrapper. Mm. Um, June is right. Rustic qualities, minerals, earth, coffee, chocolate, rich earth, damp wood, leather, tobacco, you know, baking spices, some stone fruit. First third was really good. Um, second, third, June's also right. All of a sudden it was just like heavy minerals. Um, it was minerals and earth and it kind of just, with the damp wood and so forth, it just became a little too much, a little bit, I don't want to say harsh, but the strength and body went up and the flavor profile just wasn't, it was too much for me. It was you know, unpleasant. Um, and it kind of remained like that way through the second, final, third, burn and draw. I just think with the tobacco, it, it was good. Um, it wasn't as like fine or I like, guess, you know, perfect as some people would say, but I just think that also has to do with the tobacco that was being used in the cigar. John? Uh, agreed on the Placencia comments. Very clearly, you know, the tobacco looks like it comes out of Placencia. I'd even say the, the flavor profile kind of reminded me of a lot of Placencias, which uh, for me was a good thing. Um, 
lot of notes are similar. I didn't get the minerality you guys are talking about. I did get definitely the earth, uh, you know, earth, leather, tobacco, wood, uh, creamy mustiness, um, spices, uh, a little bit of chocolate. Um, you know, it's like kind of a darker rustic. I didn't get, I didn't get a toasted quality. Um, so for me, you know, uh, that was the kind of rustic earthy profile that I enjoy without the harshness. And then the second third, uh, lead, led off with actually creamy vegetal, which I was like, that's different. And then uh, earth and chocolate to follow wood, some tannic, uh, t- tannic accents, um, you know, still good in the second third. And then I think, uh, as it progressed in the last third, that earth kind of started to take over the profile. So, um, you know, it's not harsh. It's just, it's a little, uh, one note, which is, you know, not kind of what I'm looking for, especially after that first two thirds delivered like whole medley of flavors. Um, so, you know, pleasant, but not dynamic. Uh, burn was perfect. Uh, draw had just, just, just a touch into the resistance spectrum, which is a shame because I thought they're going to clear it out, uh, in terms of the, the construction score. But, uh, yeah, no, this is, um, surprise, really surprised me because, uh, I didn't expect the Habano to, to have that much depth to it. Um, yeah. Aaron, you? Yeah, for me, this cigar started with oak, earth, and a combination of black pepper and crushed red pepper. Uh, oak gained a toast note fairly quickly, and the crushed red pepper faded away. Uh, second third saw the black pepper mellow, and the final third saw some wood bitterness and a light vegetable note join in. Um, I thought the cigar had a nice start, had a bold combination of flavors. Uh, profile took a step down in the second third as the boldness mellowed and the, kind of maintained that level the rest of the way. Um, I thought it was an interesting cigar. Um, the spiciness in the beginning was a bit unique and not really something I experienced that often. Um, and I kind of note noted that when we, John and I smoked this at TPE last year, I want to say. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think we were both kind of commenting on how, how spicy of a, of a blend it was. So, um, I, I don't know that I'd really come back to this cigar, um, uh, but I'd be open to checking out another Vitola maybe just to kind of see how that fares. So. Not my favorite crux, but I'd be open to trying trying some of the other sizes. All right, let's get into the scores. We are going to start at the top with John at 6.67. Uh, I gave it a 6 even. Seth gave it a 5.6, and June gave it a 5.45. So, John, how that 6.67 match up for you? That's uh, bang on. Um, like I said, it, this one caught me off guard. Um, I didn't find this as spicy as the one we smoked at the show, which is a good thing. Um, you know, and I don't think this follows the typical profile of a Habano. Um, but uh, score matches up well. Yeah, my six even matches up as well. Uh, above average flavor profile, really good construction, just a, a, wa- a little bit of wavy burn. It's the only thing I can really find to complain about in the rest of the construction. But um just not quite enough to put it over the top where I'd want to, you know, come back to it for sure. But uh, like I said, maybe another Vitola. Uh, Seth, 5.6. Yeah, I mean, it to me, it smoked like, and we can get into this later on. I think I said it to John. I said the wrapper looked like a Placencia Almafuego, and it kind of just smoked like a, I guess, more affordable Almafuego. I think those are more like around the $20. Um <sighs> I come back to it, it, but with the understanding, like this is kind of a smoke that I could only have probably like late in the evening. It kind of, I don't want to say destroys my palate, but it's pretty heavy and it's, it's a heavy smoke for me, but it's the price isn't bad for what it is. Um, it's just, it's not a profile that I, I gravitate towards on, on a frequent basis. Um, but it is affordable and approachable. I actually, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this does really well for Crocs. I can just see it actually, 
being a successful cigar. Um, it's just not my cup of tea. So, John, I mean, June. And June, 5.45. Um, it's usually I like Cruxes, but this is definitely probably the worst one I've had in their portfolio, honestly. Um, it's a total mess for me. I, I, I think I can see where they're going, right? Like they have, they do such a good job of hitting different kind of niches, right? Of different flow, flavor profiles and strength levels. And I could see coming in with something like this of a powerhouse and try to make it work, but it, the, the blend approach is just too harsh. Like, yeah, it was just too rustic, you know. All right, final thoughts from you guys on this one. This, I think I put in my comments, this actually for me was so much of a hit that I think this is probably the best crux for me in the new batch, like since they changed factories. This might be my favorite crux they've put out. And I don't even think it's close. Well, fa- uh, factories haven't really changed. Um, they just, just did a quick, think, quick just dip with AJ. Like the, the passport just make you think I like the crux passport, John. Do you remember that cigar? Yeah, I think I feel like the passport was lighter. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it was sweeter and lighter. This is this is definitely like earthier and heavier. And this is this, like, this is like a rough version of that. What is that? They had like a really strong one, like connoisseur or something. It was no, no. You think of the bull and, bull and bear? I think. What I love bull and bear. Which one was? Which one am I thinking about? There were okay. So they started. It was out like with a passport. thinner ring Well, that is the connoisseur. Petite yeah, the Coronas. connoisseur, right? Those deceptively strong. The, the yeah. connoisseur, well, no, those were Connecticut's. Those are very light. Yeah, huh. I don't remember that, dude. Anyways. Honestly, I think you're thinking of the original passport. Were they blue? Blue band? No, they were skinny. Like I know Coop really liked that blend, huh. but yeah, it was the connoisseur. Strong. Is what you're talking? Yeah, yeah but maybe yeah, it hit, hit, you, hit you that way. But maybe yeah. Anyways, I'm not gonna lie to you, June. These are nowhere. Here. Anywhere fucking close to the connoisseurs. No, so, I don't, I haven't had to all of our time. listeners out there yeah. who think that there's a connection, <laughs> there isn't. Yeah, he's been watching you know too much like Joe is, Rogan, uh, and he's on mushrooms. Oscar de la de la Fuego, Connecticut. Um, I, I think will... it's, I think it's going to do well for him, though. I'll agree with you, John. Like I can so? see. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. American I market. See, I can see. No I can see smokers. Oh, for this kind. Yeah. If you could get yeah, people yeah. behind this in a, a shop, I could see a lot of people getting behind it. Is, yeah, it's is like it the good similar people that like the black work stuff, right? It's like yeah. powerhouse stuff. Yeah. But but if this is had, more restrained, I think. If yeah. you had customers who like the Placencia stuff, or you've had yeah, like Seth said it's like a budget Placencia. It's a really affordable. It's it's. I mean it's. It's a heavy, it's a heavy Nicaraguan. It's, you know, I mean, the only other, chewy. yeah. I, w- what else is Black Works? Black Works is this chewy. Yeah. Um, it's good, it's not, a good not many people do Roma. that. Not, you know, yeah, there's Roma. not many people who get that that intensity and, and yeah. even it's, even it's um, even Dunbarton tends to be on the sweeter side, not on the heavier yeah. earthy I don't, side. I don't, I don't think Saka's ever produced anything this. Well, maybe some of his little um, his stuff out of Noxa for his what are those releases called? Oh, the Westeros, the Sockets. No, he's thinking of the, the um, May- Red Meat Lovers. No, I was thinking Moisture Ma- Sockets. I oh, think Meister maybe Saka. what was the yeah. what was the last one that we reviewed of those? Um, one of the owl last one was uh, wasn't Unstoppable Valor. Yeah, Stone Valor. It was kind of like 
that's probably the closest thing to this. And I don't even think that's anywhere near this. Yeah. Can, can I just say uh, what they did on this with the band? It's such a small touch, but it's such a great touch where instead of having a secondary band and adding to the price of the cigar, they just told, it says right on the band, Habano. Like just a yeah. little cursive thing in the band. And I'm like, that's all you need. It's clear and obvious what this is. If it was in a thing with a bunch of other Epicures, I could tell exactly what this is. You don't need a second band raising the price. I'm like, that's really well thought out. And it's clear and obvious and in a different font and a different color. Yeah. Do you know what the funny thing is about it being the red font and how it's written? Do you know what it made me think of? No. If you look at it, it looks like, look at some of the Alec Bradley fonts. Mm. If you look at it, it'll it'll make you think of Alec Bradley did it with a couple of their like I'd have to pull up some of the Alec Bradley yeah. stuff. But they might have done it with Lost Art like initial with the initial bands, but not the final bands. It is. It was one of those Lost Art thing. You'll see yeah. it's the same style font. Same cursive. It's kind of, it's not even cursive. It's kind of like let's make this font look like it's handwritten. Yeah, yeah. Kind yeah. of yeah. All right, wherever you're catching this video, be sure to like, subscribe, and check out the full written review on the website, developmentpalace.com. Follow us on the social media channels, and you can catch all of our review recaps on podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Thank you for tuning in. We will catch you on the next one. I don't know.